You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 406 for November 10th, 2022. This week we talk about Switch Joy-Cons, soldering things, chain restaurants, moving across the country, music we're listening to, and holiday traveling. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Oh my God, yeehaw. Yeehaw, partner. One from one red state to another. Girl. Sam Ravioli moving across the night. Oh, you moved to an even redder state. Honestly, yeah. My governor is still Greg <laughs> Abbott. Uh, Beto did not win. Uh, not unsurprising. It's no, fucking Texas I'm, for Christ's it's so sad. Um, you know, last episode could have been our last episode ever. I could have, I could have died in so many different ways. Um, last episode was pre-recorded. It's been two weeks since Joe and I talked to each other because I was moving to Texas, obviously. Um, and yeah, I I arrived. I made it. It's over for you, hoes. You tried to kill me. I survived. Yeah, I had um, I had a uh, um, people on the lookout all the way from Montana to Texas, standing by the road, mm-hmm. trying to. We we had them rolling out those um, spike strips, <laughs> those sp- yeah. spike strips, but they we they kept missing because I didn't pay them enough. I mean, truly, the U-Haul that I was driving off and on with my dad was essentially indestructible. So I don't think the spike strips would have done much to us because it was like driving a tank. After driving that thing, I cannot believe you drove one from Chicago to D.C. by yourself. Can you? When I you tell you. When I tell you the crazed, and it was the big one too, the big yeah. U-Haul. That's the only one they would let me rent. When I tell you, I was crazed, and I was. That's when I was listening to horror podcasts, horror. Girl. And so it was me in the fall driving five, six states over, just in listening to horror. Yes, and I parked that shit and everything. It was wild. So I, but I didn't drive it. You know, from from Montana to Texas, that's fucking far. Well, I know yeah, you're switching I'm, back and forth with your dad, but still. Right. But I mean, Chicago to D.C. is no joke either. Do you remember how many miles that was? No, it took two days. I yeah. split it up into two days. Um, yeah, it was it was what I was. Do you ever look back? No, we're going there. <laughs> you ever I look don't. back and you're like, I I used to do I used to be able to do shit. And you're like, I'm just a frail old piece of shit now. Yeah. And you're I'm like, I used to do woman. shit. But I still, I'm still surprising myself, you know? You know, sometimes those bones, sometimes those joints get a little flexible and you think, oh, I can bend down. Yeah. Sad. So while you've been moving, I went to, oh my God. I was, so I was in St. Louis this weekend. No, you were already in Austin. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we wouldn't have crossed paths anyway. But uh, I've been in St. Louis visiting my family. But I want to hear all about... This has been your first week of work. You're three first days week of work. in. I'm three you're, days in. You're taking the bus. I'm taking I the hear. bus. You're using public transportation. I'm mm-hmm. proud of you, city gal. I'm a city gal um, now. How are you doing? I saw a video. <laughs> you sent me a video of your new place. It looks yeah. so fucking cute. It's I saw really your family nice. helping you unpack. So fucking cute. Thank you. I'm so glad you had that. Had their help. Tell me. I, tell you. You want. You want me to talk. I want the the tea diva. Yes, mama, work. <laughs> um, it was a full family affair. Um, I'm oh, very that's close. Good. I'm very close with my both my parents and my aunt. Um, they both live in Helena, where I grew up. Um, and my my mom and her and her sister, my aunt, are very close as well. So when I got this job, it was like every all hands on deck sort of situation. You know, like my dad can work remotely. Like it was a whole like everyone was involved. Everyone had their hands in the pots, um, and I I just you know after going through this process, like I've moved before, but you know when I moved to Boston and back to Montana from Boston, um, moving to Boston, like I was just a college kid. Like I didn't have a lot of physical possessions. We got there. We just kind of bought my room at IKEA and set it up, and then I was good to go. I really didn't need much. And then when I moved back to Montana, I just kind of threw all my Ikea furniture in the garbage and left my old life behind and just went back to Montana with my tail between my legs. So this is the first time I've moved as kind of an adult, a very large, long distance. And 
I, what I'm getting at is I cannot imagine doing this alone. And girl, you did this alone. So I just keep thinking about how the fuck did you do this all by yourself and like not have a a complete mental breakdown? Do you know? I did have several, several breakdowns. So when I moved to Chicago, my parents helped me with that move. They drove their van up. However, the big move from Chicago to D.C. was completely on my own. It was I look back and I'm like, I took shit apart. I put it in the freight elevator. I don't know how I did all that without just having a migraine every day. Yeah. And then, like, I did get rid of a lot of furniture beforehand. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, the day of, just about everything went wrong that could possibly go wrong. My credit card had, like, just expired. And I so I couldn't rent the van I wanted. (laughs) So I had, that's why I had to rent, like, the largest U-Haul available. Oh, my God. Because you can use a debit card. It was, (laughs) I was, I had to use, like, four five ubers that day to like get around the city calling rental places panicking because i had to move out then i had to park it in an alley and then i had to have the super of the building repark it for me it was a mess but it happened it all worked out how did you not just give up and just like i'm gonna crawl into the sewer and die i just i was like i gotta get out of the city today i can't i don't have anywhere else to sleep i have to leave right now i I was in like go mode yeah Oh, I think, I mean, you had something to look forward to. You had a you had a hot boyfriend you were moving in with. like That's true. I had a, a new motivation. I had, a, I had some motivation, yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, just going through this process and having all the help that I, I had moving here, like I'm so incredibly grateful. Um, I just, I just imagine people doing this move alone and like they don't have anyone and it just makes me want to have a fucking panic attack. Um, but yeah, my, my place is cute. I'm in a cute little one bedroom apartment. It's in a nice neighborhood. Like it's in a secure building. I get to buzz people in. I have a buzz code. Like I feel I I feel like I'm living my city fantasy. Like I've never I've never had a buzzer. I'm a buzz. You girl didn't now. have a buzz. Oh, I guess your old apartment complex was it was like just walk up to the door. Yeah, it was like all the doors led outside. Like now my door oh, leads into like uh, an office. That was hallway. like a motel, and this is like a hotel. Hotels yep. have the hallways on the inside. Motels are open doors on yes. the outside. What I'm trying to say is I live at a Holiday Inn. I moved in <laughs> to a Holiday Inn never. in Suites. I, I know your budget. You could never afford a Holiday Inn. Honestly, I couldn't. Let me tell you about <laughs> how... <sighs> So I, I I moved with my the the whole thing was um, my dad and I packed up all my shit into the U-Haul and we drove the U-Haul ourselves the two of us from Montana all the way down to Texas. It took us three days. It was sixteen hundred miles. Um, overall, the whole thing about the move and the moving in and the job starting, there were so many places where things could have gone so terribly wrong, and everything went right. Like, I don't know how I deserved this, but I was, like, waiting for the catastrophe to happen, and it never happened. Everything went as smooth as it could have possibly gone. And I'm like, what, you know, what sort of karma gave me, like, a green check mark for this shit? Anyways, um, what I'm getting at is we stayed at some fairly seedy hotels um, because my dad is the type of person who sorts by lowest in the... Um, in the hotel booking software that he gets for work. And so we uh, we got to stay at, I think it was like, it, it felt like an abandoned commune, but I don't, I don't know if it was or not, but I, I'm trying to remember what brand of hotel it was. It was, oh, it was a days in. There were two, two days in. We were in North Texas. There were two different days in. Um, I navigated to the wrong one. And so we navigated, we bring the U-Haul to this really nice Days Inn and Suites. And it's this, like, really fancy hotel. I mean, as fancy as a Days Inn can get. All the the hallways and the um, lobby were decorated with Halloween decorations. It's right next to an expo hall. They were having a firearm expedition there because, I mean. Oh, no. You know, welcome to Texas. And so we're going in and, and, you know, no one's at the checkout desk. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, both my dad and I are thinking, "This this is fancy. Like, did you really, did you book this one? Turns out, no, we were at the wrong Days Inn. We had to go across town at the Days Inn across town. So we're like, okay. So we drive across town. We pull up to the Days Inn. It looks abandoned. There's no cars in the front. (laughs) All of the lights are off. 
it's like it's like 9 30 p.m and so my dad and i are like what what do we do now well it turns out that what we didn't realize is in texas sometimes the uh, windows are, are tinted even on the buildings so the lights were on inside we just couldn't see it wasn't abandoned but it was very weird my dad is the type of person who you know he just books the cheapest hotel but i i don't think i got bed bugs i haven't you know i don't think any cockroaches crawled up my ass recently um but <coughs> here i am i started my job you did it I'm here. I survived. And uh, I've been having a gay old time here. And it's been really smooth and awesome so far. And Austin is an amazing city. Um, like you mentioned, I was... I'm I'm riding the bus. I still have a car here, but I don't think I'm ready to drive my car downtown yet. That still freaks me out. There's a little country girl. I don't know if I could do that yet. Taking the bus is just fine. I love me some public transit. And turns out... I can get reimbursed for my for my uh, public transit for my work, so I don't even have to fucking pay for it. So that's really nice. So look at her go. Things are going well for me, except for the fact that I came home yesterday and none of the buttons on my microwave work. I didn't realize that. I had a bunch of like Indian takeout that I wanted to heat up for dinner last night because I got home late, and uh, my microwave's useless. So if anyone has any good, yeah, big L for me. If anyone has microwave recommendations, um, hit me up. But yeah, all in all, I'll probably say more about Austin, but I am a I am a full-time um audio editor now and it's really cool. My coworkers are really cool. I've learned so so much about a whole bunch of different software that I've never used before. Um and yeah, everything's been good so far. So fingers crossed that things keep going well for me because honestly, don't I deserve something nice after all of this? Let's yes. Be honest. Yes. First of all, yes, you work so hard. And yes, you do. No, no, no. And this is exactly how I felt, too. My 20s were so fucking shit-ass, fuck-ass, stupid shit garbage. (laughs) And then... Go off. And then when good things started happening, when I turned like 29, I was like, I'm feeling this. And I'm going to let myself feel it. Because I I was... You better feel it. Because I said... it fucking sucked. And finally, for the first time, for the, I remember the very first time I thought, I actually don't want to die. Do you know what I mean? I would I like, don't. I would. I don't, you, but yes. Sorry. Yeah, that's, what, yeah, that's the thing. So, too far. No, but mm. I remember thinking if I died right now, I'd be so fucking pissed because I'm mm. happy for the first fucking time in a long ass time. Oh, I remember that, that moment. That cold heart. What was that moment? Do you remember? Um, it was sometime in the... So it really, really happened after we moved into this place. So well, mm-hmm. It was before then, too. Um, at our first place, I felt very happy. And then at this place, I was like, holy shit, my life has really come together. We really brought it together, Diva. We really did that. We really booted the house down, sis. I was looking around and I was like, I got a dog. I got my husband. I'm doing a job that I love. I live in a city that I love. I was like, what did I do? Things aren't shit. I don't feel like shit. Things aren't what shit. What is this? Of course, you know, I don't remember what I was going to say. But, at, at, you know, I'm great. You're just so great, aren't you? <laughs> You're, I'm just so happy. I'm just so great. Um <laughs> It's weird because this is the first time I've lived alone. Like finally, like because oh, I lived with my wow. I lived with my parents for a full year. Loved my parents, but like I didn't have the opportunity to like invite a booty call over. I had like two opportunities to do that that I I had to turn down because like I live with my parents because you know I'm in a life transition. So now those two times a year where I I want to I want to touch a, a dingaling at my place, I can invite I can buzz them in. I can oh buzz God. them in, and then they can buzz my my hole. You know? Now, here's the tea. Beep, beep. Mm-hmm. I always, in Chicago, when I was having my, you know, I was sleeping through the whole north side of the city. Your cum I, springer. I was, yeah. Um, <laughs> I would tell the boys that the buzzer was broken. Cause, so there was, a double, there was a double glass door. So you walk in one set of glass doors. There's a little place, you know, to get the snow off of you, and then you go through another glass door. Mm-hmm. And so I would, like, peek around the first set. If they didn't look like their profile picture, I'd just leave. I'd go back oh. upstairs. Oh, my God. I never had to do that. That was always the plan. But I, I never I never wanted them to be loose in the building without me. And one time that 
actually served me really well because one guy came over and he was definitely on something Uh and I had to escort him. He came upstairs and then I had to immediately escort him out. And that was not good. It was terrifying. But that's a different story. Um, Be safe, you know, et cetera. Uh, But, um, you know, sometimes you got to take a peek. Yeah, you got to take a peek at the little booty call before they enter your premises. I have a little vantage point um, next to the parking garage where I can peek down at the door and see them. Okay, okay. So I you will. You need to I, get a get a monocular. I was going to say I mean I need to inher- inherit in, invest in a nice monocular because I know you have a whole collection. Like Amelie. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, from Very the that, hit movie Amelie. A monocular and then a really long cigarette. You know. <laughs> she, no, well, she doesn't smoke in the movie. Well, I you know I just feel like French people just the uh, the ones that smoke the Cruella always smoke. Deville Cruella right. Deville cigarette holder mm-hmm. yeah that's yes, fine I- iconic um so I don't even know what I was talking now, about well living alone do you now do you right. think that's gonna do you think all this alone time is gonna serve you well so in, uh, mentally mentally like I mean I okay <laughs> we Joe and I have talked about how we both love being alone but I I've talked about how I like being alone around other people in the sense where I like being around people but I want them to ignore me like I want to be doing my own thing but I leech off of just their physical energy being there like I like um you know being a friend, on a computer yeah being on a computer room. in the same room as like my dad watching TV and you know he's doing his thing and I'm doing my thing like I, for some reason, like that is my happy place in terms of like social energy and like how I regain my energy. Um, and so I got a, a lot of that when living with my folks because like my dad was working from home sometimes and like they were doing things and I was doing things. So there was something always going on in the house and I was all always doing my own thing. Um, so I loved that, but I've never lived alone before. And so I'm curious, like, where am I going to get that sort of energy? Am I going to go stir crazy living in a place by myself? And I don't, I, I mean, I, hopefully not. Obviously, I'm going to have to just go with the flow a little bit. But I'm getting a lot of social interaction at the office with my new coworkers who are all like very lovely, super nice um, and so I'm kind of like being a social butterfly there. And so by the time I come home, I'm pretty socially exhausted anyway. So I'm really enjoying the alone time that I do have living alone. So I think that's kind of has its own sort of balance that's going to appear that I'm I think I'm going to take advantage of. But who knows? Maybe I'll just turn into a goblin and I'll, there'll be macaroni on the floor and I'll just like start shitting outside. I'll keep everyone posted, obviously. Sure, sure. It'll um, be a journey. It, I'm excited you know, for you. It'll be a journey for all of us. Um, and then I just want to let everyone know that there is a clause in my contract with work that I can continue doing this podcast um, unless it starts interfering with stuff. So, you know, shit isn't dying yet. Sorry about it. Um, Yay. So enough about me successfully moving to Texas and yeehawing my way 1600 miles south. You went to St. Louis um, to visit because both your sister and your parents live there now, right? Yep. Went there on Friday, came back on Monday. And um, from our Telegram messages, it sounds like that you were just having a wonderful time. You know, I definitely, like, it was nice. <laughs> it was. It was It was wonderful to see, like, I was I really physically liked- there. I was definitely of there in existing were, mm-hmm. in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. No, we we actually went to go see the Arch, and it was fucking awesome. Because I'd never, I've been to St. Louis a lot. My sister's lived there like ten years, but she, she's never been to the Arch. Like underneath mm-hmm. it, it was gorgeous. We didn't go up in it because that's not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but did that spent. It's nice going to one city to see, like, my whole family, because I haven't had that in so long. Right. Like, it, there's, it's a centralized location. You don't have to, like, jump around. Like, everyone's just there, which is nice. Right. So, hung out with my sister and her wife and my mom and dad. And, um, yeah, for the most part, it was just really nice and chill. I'm not going to pretend like it's all, you know, great. It's not all, all roses and daisies. Oh, sorry. Um, daisy. Sorry, trigger word, daisy. Daisy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, we've, a, I don't even know, I, I've alluded to it. There's a dementia journey going mm-hmm. on and it's hard. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, was just nice to see everybody. It was good. But I was uh, like, 
I I want to be at my house. I love my house. <laughs> yeah, girl, you've I, made I it your be home. In my house. It's less of yes. a house now. It's a, it sounds like a home. I this th- we had a um a mini Thanksgiving because we're not going to be there, you know, for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm, and that idea. was nice. We all kind of cooked and stuff, but like this whole time of year is just my favorite weather and my least favorite everything else. I just am right. so stressed from like November to January. It's right. just like the suitcase. I don't. We're not even going to fully unpack it because we've got to fly again. And that's great. Like I, I really like going to um, Wichita, mm-hmm. but I hate the flying. I just hate traveling. I right. wish I could just take my house and put it somewhere else. Right. You well, know? you know, there's these things called mobile homes. I don't know if you trailers. You know, you could live in a trailer. Yeah, that's true. But my Maybe in-laws have into a, that. L- my in-laws have a lovely house, and I'd rather just stay in their house at that point. <laughs> they have a lovely house, a wonderful I mean, you, house. You could just, you know, pull the trailer into their bathroom. driveway. I get my own bathroom. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that you know, it's it's like a double-edged sword because I like going. I like seeing everybody. But I, I wish I – we need teleportation. We mm. need fucking teleportation. It's the in between. A, it's the tra- it's the aspect yes. of traveling for you that's the stressful part. There are always like times during the day where I'm like the the introvert part of me needs to be in my home. I need to be in a room in my home for like at least five hours a day. You yeah, know what I mean? That's your comfort zone. And I don't even get I just put up our mini Christmas tree today and I decorated it with Tamagotchis. <gasps> She's festive. Decorated with Tamagotchis. You glossed over that part. And, uh, you know, I want that around right. me. Yeah, you put all the effort into, you know, covering that tree with those horrifying digital pets. You know, it's why you really want to beautiful. enjoy it. I put the angel gotchi on top. I mean, obviously. Festive. That's where the angel got. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, love how, I love how you care about it so much and no one else does. That's my favorite part about this. Oh, they care. <laughs> Who? Can you name names? They care. Um, the, my chat. Oh, okay. I think they just, In I fact. think they just like to play along with you just to like get you going uh, to see what you're going to do next. That's fine. That's a form of caring. Sure. It's like throwing peanuts at a, at a gorilla inside of a zoo. Yeah, that's a form of caring. I'm caring about a reaction. <laughs> that's fine. If that's all yeah. I am, that's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. You're the zoo animal and chat is the audience. I love that. Um, Are you going home for Christmas? Are you going to take off and stuff? So the situation with that is, um, so do you always go to Kansas for Thanksgiving or do you like switch off and on like what years you're spending with which family? We spend, we don't do anything for Thanksgiving. We, the first two years I lived here, Justin had friends in New York that he always went to go see, but Mm -hmm. they've moved Back to the Midwest, so we don't do that anymore. We, but I, we don't do Thanksgiving. Gotcha. Justin what about loves Christmas? it. He cooks. We always go to Wichita. Okay. Uh, for Christmas, um, and then we go to my parents usually in October or November, early November, sense. but not Thanksgiving. Yeah. So my sister and uh, my her fiance, my basically brother in law. Obviously, my family's very close. We like each other. We like spending holidays together. And then his family is also very close. So there's this pull of like, we want my sister for the holidays. And his family is like, well, we want him for the holidays. And so they switch off and on. Um, So this year, they are going to be with us for Thanksgiving and then with his family for Christmas. And so originally, I was like, I don't give a shit about Thanksgiving. Like, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up. Like, flights are going to be super expensive. It's, you know, in a little less than a month. You know, I'm just going to be getting settled down here. Like, I don't need to come back for Thanksgiving. Um, because, like, I'm going to see you guys for Christmas anyway. I'd rather come home for Christmas. It's longer. I get, like, a week and a half off. It sounds way better instead of, you know, like, five days or whatever the Thanksgiving schedule is for me. And then my sister piped up because my sister has been busy. She wasn't able to, like, help me move. Like, she's she's resuscitating people in the ER at four in the morning. She has shit going on. And so she was like, well, I want to see Sam during Thanksgiving. I, I need him to come back because I'm not going to see him for a while because he's going to come back for Christmas and I'm not going to be around. 
And so um, her and both my parents split three ways the plane ticket for me to come back for Thanksgiving. And I don't even really want to be there. So <laughs> so now I'm guilted into coming home for Thanksgiving because my sister is very much she gets her emotional energy by physically being there with someone. I love talking to her on like Zoom or FaceTime or whatever, like, you know, every couple weeks for like an hour or two. And like I get as much socializing with her as I need. But she's very different than me. So I'm going home for Thanksgiving and I've never traveled during the Thanksgiving season. And I've heard it is a fucking nightmare. So I don't know if I'm going to make it. Have you? Well, I mean, I know you said you hate Thanksgiving, but in the past, did you ever fly during, you know, that Wednesday, Thursday Thanksgiving rush? I'm sure I have. I've definitely taken trains Mm -hmm. on Thanksgiving. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Girl. It sucks. The travel is always the worst. But you'll be. Is it? It's not direct, I assume. No. Um, And it was nine hundred dollars to get me back to Helena, Montana, which makes sense. But it's also like, I'd rather spend that money on going home for Christmas, but it's going to be way cheaper for that. Cause I'm going to book way earlier in advance, et cetera. So the, the flight path for me is Austin to Denver, Denver to Helena. Um, so I'm just curious, you know, with the weather and everything, I'm curious what the fuck's going to happen. Um, but I can't wait for the chaos. Never done this before for the Thanksgiving season. So I'm bopping over there. It's not like that I don't want to see them. It's just that it's not a need for me. Like, I don't need to come home for Thanksgiving emotionally to, like, feel fulfilled. But my sister needs me to be there. And so I'm being a good brother, and they paid for the ticket anyway. But unfortunately, I'm coming in at such a, you know, a quick, it's such a quick turnaround that I don't really get to, I, I get there the day before Thanksgiving that I don't, I like to cook, and usually I like to contribute to the Thanksgiving menu. I'm not going to be able to do anything. So I can't, you know, critique the food You're or whatever. You're flying. You don't need to do anything. You're I traveling. Know. I know I'm traveling. And it's not like that I feel guilt about that. It's just like I like to participate in the holiday cooking because if there's one thing that makes me happy, it's food. So anyways, I'm a traveling gal. I live, I live near a very popular airport. It's cheap for me to fly <laughs> elsewhere. Oh, my God. You're turning into me, and I'm insufferable. Oh, yeah. You're absolutely. insufferable. Yeah, I'm finally, it's finally, like, the disease has been passed from you to me. Like, the communicable disease of, like, I'm talking about myself now. Because I have things Mama, going on. And which now, one? And now, I mean. <laughs> um, something interesting list. happened to me at the airport this time. They swabbed my hands and ran them through the drug machine. Oh, Let me it, tell you. I guess they randomly. Up? Well, it's not for drugs, actually. It's for explosive residue uh, i found honestly, out i, I, I looked think, it up online i think they wanted to feel your very supple soft hands well here's the thing so we have tsa pre-check so i don't take off anything i don't take off my watch my ring okay rich. i leave my i leave my phone in my pocket it's the best fucking thing but i have to carry Luxury. piggy through you have to uh, carry your pet through mm-hmm. and they were like okay well you've been randomly selected and i'm like i'm holding a dog what, he, like, what if do i, I do with down, the dog he will bark forever at you this is a chihuahua from a puppy farm he from a puppy mill he is not well behaved he is going to get you, you before i so i was do like my dog i was like can you wait till my husband is through so i can hand the dog to him they were like okay but yeah they swab you like the, your palms and run them through a machine and i was like what if i'm like, what if I touched something that had weed on it i don't know i didn't what? know that it wasn't for that mm-hmm I have but weed I residue. Like, I was like, I'm TSA pre-check. You're not supposed to do this to me. This isn't my story. Right, exactly. Like, TSA pre-check, I'm basically a Delta Diamond member. Like, come on. And on the flight home, I experienced my first ever airplane migraine. Do you know about these? No, but I mean, is it really called an airplane migraine when it's just you getting a regular migraine? You're just in a different place? It wasn't. A regular migraine. Oh, it I, it's different. A, it's a new type. It's actually, so I read it. I thought I was having a stroke. It doesn't feel like a normal migraine. God. I literally was in the air. Okay, so um, when we reach a certain altitude, so like since COVID, I, I've never experienced this before flying, but my sinuses have felt weird on the airplane, oh. like weird and tickly. 
And so on the way there, I was like, this is weird, but I didn't think anything of it. Then Mm -hmm. on the way home, I got the tickles. And then when we like hit a certain altitude, a, it had, it felt like someone took a baseball bat and hit me in the right eye with it. Like my skin hurt. It hurt to touch the skin. What? And it hurt also hurt deep inside. And I was like, oh, this is a, this is, this this is is a stroke. This is a stroke. Oh, That's no. what this is, a stroke. And I was like, okay. So I just sat there. I didn't tell Justin. No need to worry him. What's he going to do? So yeah, What's he going to do? Kill you? To put yeah. you out of your misery? I so would. So we, it gets a little better, but it's still there. And then we finally land. Within five, ten minutes of landing, completely gone. Oh, my God. And then what I Googled I... it. And it was like, yeah, it's called an airplane headache. Like one in 12 people get them. And I was like, oh. That's another of type of another type of headache for me to experience. Perfect. Right. It's like you're collecting Pokemon. Like gotta catch it them all. It was weird. Like it was like tingly jabbing. I don't know, man. I'm so done with this body. Girl, yeah, you've been ready to you know trade this one in like a new phone for a while. Yeah, this body, she quit. Well, the thing is, is you, you know, you keep talking about how you don't enjoy traveling. I can't imagine what it's like traveling with you, being the the third person next to you, watching you go through this. Well, luckily, on the flight home, the flight was only like 50% full. So we got our own row. Oh, that's so nice. So I got to kind of like panic attack alone, which was nice. Oh, that's very comforting. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. So not the not the worst. But yeah, travel. It's just not the move. It's not the move. But, you know, it's weird because now I live in a place where I could, like, fly to D.C. or fly to New Jersey or fly to Phoenix or fly to Portland to visit my sister. And it's not nearly as exorbitantly expensive as it was when I lived, you know, in a farm town in the middle of nowhere. So oh, that'll yeah. be... The problem is now I won't have time to travel because baby, baby's employed now. So, whatever. I guess I'll just have to find a work-life balance. You know, start yoga. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, Diva. That's enough of that. Okay, girl boss. Girl, I'm going to... I mean, I could gaslight you and just tell you, what if all of that stuff that happened in the airplane with your airplane migraine, what if it was just all in your head? What if it was just a mirage? When I tell you, it does not take much for me to begin to unravel in public. <laughs> I can't. Girl, you're just like a ball of yarn. Like the, so we got back. I've been working a lot lately. I know I I stream like three hours a day, but the entire rest of the day I'm editing videos. Mm -hmm. I'm working on something and it, I'm starting to unravel. I think I'm unraveling. No, because that's, (laughs) that's the other part of this, this part of the year. Another reason I hate it is like, I have to take an entire week off work. When I don't work, I don't get paid. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like. I'm I'm hustle culture. I'm side hustle, job side hustle, TikTok. How is the TikTok? I need a TikTok update. How are the numbers? I've started posting. So I took off several months from TikTok because I just didn't have time. Started Mm -hmm. posting again. Doing great. Oh, girl. They love you over there. Viral. They love me on TikTok. TikTok loves me. Okay. That's all you need to know. Okay. I mean, I'll trust you. I'm not logging into that bastard of an app ever again. Yeah. Oh. You, are you on Mastodon yet? No, I thought that was like a masturbation thing. Because like Mastodon, Master, that kind of sounds the same. But isn't no, Mastodon... it's an elephant. Oh. Oh my That's God. That's not I, what she is. I have a question that I have been wanting to ask you for 10 years. And it just came up in my head. 10 years? 10 years. Okay. I don't... And here's the question. What does riding elephants mean? Oh, it means in, from my hit single... What the fuck song was that in? The Teachers of... No, it wasn't. No, it was Look Who's Laughing Now. Ha ha ha. Look Who's Laughing Now. Riding elephants means riding a big dick. I Honestly, I've never heard that phrase. That's because I made it up. It's oh. called... It's called uh, lyrics. Girl, it's called a creative writing degree. Look it up. That well, part. Well, now I know. Thank you. Thank you. Honestly, one of the world's mysteries. Finally solved. In my brain. And then they, we had riding elephant t-shirts. Oh my god, girl, merch? Remember that? I still have merch. 
I mean, we still, I mean, our merch site is up. Oh, no yeah, one, we do have merch. <laughs> merch from like five years ago. Remember that? I don't know. Yeah. We should hire a graphic designer. Oh, um, what was I going to tell you? What were we just talking about? I don't know. Um, Travel? Riding elephants. No, it oh, doesn't matter. Oh, you unraveling. Yeah, that's just normal. Um, I <laughs> you did working use during a, the holidays. Um, do you know how to use a soldering iron? Oh. And don't call it soldering. Soldering is what Americans call it. But I only watch British TV shows now, and they call it soldering. <sighs> Sorry, I'm going through a tunnel. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I have. I've used a soldering iron. People in Boston say solder. That's because they're close to England. Well, I mean, it's called New England. It is It is the New England, you know, apparently they call it that. Um, I've used a soldering iron a couple times. I wish I got, I, I mean, I feel like that I would enjoy it if I did it more, but I just don't have opportunities to think and I don't have like a soldering setup. But one of the applications that I used a soldering iron was I was putting new speakers in my car. This was like uh, like my old like Dodge Neon or Plymouth Neon or something like when I was in high school and I got new speakers and the speaker wires needed to be soldered together, um, like soldered to, to the wires coming out of the the doors. And so my dad had a soldering iron and like I soldered that and it did an okay job. But soldering is like a, you know, a really good skill to have when you're working with computer hardware and stuff like that. What are you soldering? I'm so, uh, sold- soldering. Soldering. Um, capacitors into vintage Tamagotchis. Oh my, you were like turning into that. I'm a hobbyist. Yeah, you're turning into that, um, that old man from Toy Story 2 who is like collecting all of the, all of the figurines and he's like, they're all in glass boxes and he's buffering the eyes and waxing the shoes. Like that's you, only way worse. Don't ever mention Toy Story to me again, especially Toy Story 2. Um, girl, let me tell you, that song in Toy Story 2, where like Jesse gets left behind, that was my audition song for Berkeley College of Music, and it got me in. So I didn't. When graduate. she loved me, that song. Yep, when she loved me, Randy knew. Lesbian, big lesbian vibes from from Jesse. Oh yeah, girl. Well, she wasn't that riding song. Elephants. That song, big. Le- I remember it from the Disney. Um, so they had Disney Channel stars sing. Disney songs. Oh, who butchered this one? I don't remember who sang that one, but it was very emotional. Okay. Emotional, not clickbait. No, but I've been, um, I bought some capacitors. I know how to solder because my dad fixes, or he's retired now, but he was a piano and organ repair person. And so he was always having to solder organ boards and speaker wires and everything. And so just watching him and helping him do it, I was like, oh, I can do this. So I, I have soldered new capacitors into two of my vintage 1997 Tamagotchis, completely have fixed them. Mm-hmm. They're great. And, uh, you know, just wanted to share it with the world. Nice. Do you have a set of um, soldering clamps? I think they're known by helping hands or what they're, or what they're called. They're like little I um, don't. clips. Do you know what I'm talking about? Alligator clips. Yeah, they're like alligator clips on, you know, like wires so you can hold things yeah. in place. Apparently um, those are super I don't. helpful. Yeah, I need to get some. This one I just like clamped it between a couple of books, the circuit board. Um, but yeah, I really need to invest because I have got several more capacitors to change. Girl, this is very big, big mask for mask energy. Next episode, we're probably going to be, you know, replacing car engines or something. Who knows? I'm going to start speaking from my chest instead of my throat. I mean, we're all used vocal, to the thrusty. Vocal fry. Mama, look it up. Mhm. I don't I don't I don't need to you just got to listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, but it was it was fun. I That's feel like really I have a cool hobby. skill to learn. It is. And it smells. Mhm. We love fumes, electronic fumes. fumes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good time. Just wanted to Oh, there was something else about the soldering. Man, we really skipped a week and I really fell off. Girl, I my fell memory off. shot. My memory quit. I mean, both of our brains oh, have been. I remember. Okay, what? so right after I soldered it, I sent my dad a picture and I was like, look, I've, I had to solder something. I learned it from you. Um, and he was like, oh, that looks so good. It looks like you did a great job. But I had sent him the before picture of what it. <laughs> Of what the old capacitor looked like on the board. Wow. 
I hadn't sent him what I had done, and I was like, "Oh no, that's not that's not my work. That was at the factory." Did you did you admit it to him, or did you just pretend that was yours? No, I told him. I told him the first Tamagotchi I did was rough. I did it on a test Tamagotchi I have, and mm-hmm. the second one I did was really beautiful, though. I want to see your um, work, girl. Show your work. I should have taken it. Well, I, it, they're easy to take apart. I should right. just take this one apart. But I got to raise it first. I'm running it. So, okay, is this a common thing with the specific generation of Tamagotchis that the capacitors go out? So they're only meant to last like 10 or 15 years. And these were made in 97. So uh, they're yeah, due. That makes sense. So you can change them with, so they have electrolytic capacitors inside them, which are the kind that only last 10 or 15 years. But now there's mm-hmm. a new thing called, I think it's called a tantalum, tantalum capacitor. Know. But to get the voltage that I needed, I couldn't find them. So I just replaced them with another electrolytic. So they'll last another 10 or 15 years. And then I might be dead by then. So it might not matter. I'm living Girl. for now. In the apocalypse, like, you are going to be the Cuba of Tamagotchis. Like, all of the old cars in Cuba. Cuba. Yeah, because all of the Cubans, you know, because of the... um, uh, Embargo? uh, Thank you. My brain is on fire. Because of the embargoes, like... They, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they can't get cars. And so they all got really good at working on old cars to, like, keep them running. Like, that's going to be you in the apocalypse. Like, you're going to be the only person who is knowledgeable enough to keep the Tamagotchis running <laughs> past their lifespan. Like, I'm I just ready. imagine, I imagine, like, you know, some main protagonist, like, finding you in a hut in the desert. And you have, like, all these Tamagotchis around you and have big glasses on. And you're just, like, soldering all day and night. I w- very it you. felt really, because I don't really work a lot with my hands. I play video games. Right, so I but I mean. just sit and use my eyes. Yeah, but it was like, it was like detail work, and I got really into it, and it was just really, like, therapeutic. I felt like, do you know what it felt like? You know the old men who have train sets? And they, oh, or, yeah. oh, old men who build, like, um, an, an exact replica of the town they live in? Girl, so sad. But also, the dedication is admirable. Yeah, and they have, like, a, a you know, a magnifying uh Mm-hmm. magnifying glass on a thing and they the trains are going mm-hmm. right trains are going they're painting something small it felt like that i got i had flow and also it's probably you know you get an immediate payoff because you know it's something is broken and not working and you're replacing this thing and then it turns on so like that must be a dopamine rush of like i i got really this cool. i got this working again this was broken and i fixed it like, the Tamagotchi Angel worked, but the screen was so dim, I couldn't play with it. And but it turned on. It, it, well, no, 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 that's before. Oh, so okay. I changed, when I changed the capacitor, the screen is, like, new. It's oh, contrasted. Okay, so I can actually problem. play with it now. Yes. So, um, yeah, Girl, worked out great. Time to start your own Tamagotchi repair business. I would. There's actually a really big market for Tamagotchi repairs, but I prefer to work on... The like P1, P2 vintages, that area, mm-hmm. 90, 97, 98. And people prefer the connection era, which was like 2004, 2006, 2008. Right. So um, I just got to, I got to start, I got I to gotta expand my wheelhouse. Right. It's interesting because I know in an alternate universe, like the same thing is happening to this, to a version of you, only you still stayed on the Furby timeline. So, like, you're collecting all these Furbies and you're repairing old Furbies. And honestly, I think I prefer the Tamagotchi version of you because I don't know how, I don't know if you'd have enough space for all of, you know, if all of your Tamagotchis were Furbies, that would take a lot more real estate, you know? Yeah, Furbies are another thing that's like, they're just kind of hard to collect. Mm. The well, size, and then they go for a little bit more. Right. And it's I, more of an the P2s. Yeah, the P2s are pretty cheap, and they stack nicely on bookshelves. Okay, it's the aesthetic for you. It's Yeah, it's cute. I'm running um, out of room, though. Girl, you need more shelves. Go to Ikea. That's what I did. Well, I'm afraid to store them. So I, right now I have them all, like, in boxes, you know, stored somewhere. And I, I like to open them. I like to lay them out. I like to look at them and then put them back in the boxes. You like because... to admire your work. Because they can get sun damaged. The plastic oh. can get sunburned. Right. And I think you've um, talked to me about this before. 
Yeah, I'm afraid of displaying some of them, especially the ones in box, because they get sunburned and, and be worthless. Mm-hmm. Got to keep them in the dark. You got to keep them. You know, it's really an investment if you think about it. Um. Well, I mean, I know I you could talk about Tamagotchis forever, but I'm not going to let you. Um, for the sake of our listeners, I think that uh, we should talk about cheese this week. It's cheese of the week. Do you have a cheese? Um, it's a Tamagotchi. God fucking damn it. <laughs> I hey, walked right Tama- into this. Tamagotchis. Oh, Tamagotchis. I didn't even make that correlation. Um, I got a, um, so I collect the vintages. I, I recently acquired a, a Japanese Tamagotchi Ocean. Not an English version because, good God, those are expensive and very rare. <laughs> but, um, of course... So I got a, a Japanese Tamagotchi Ocean. They're kind of notoriously difficult to, to raise because they mm-hmm. get attacked by like sharks or something. I don't know. I haven't run it, but I'm very excited to run it. But it it looks like cheese because I got the least desirable shell. Um, okay. It's clear orange with yellow buttons. Kind of looks like McDonald's. Oh, I love a McDonald's. Kind of looks like a McDonald's. Macca's. Um, but very excited to run it, and um, it's orange and looks like it might be cheese. You know, honestly, you could you can just squeeze Tamagotchis into anything. My butthole. In, into any topic. Girl, they'll probably die in there. Pop them in. Lube them up. Oh, Girl. and, oh, they're kind of like, they have a string. They have the... So you could, so it it could easily lost. be removed. It's kind of <laughs> like an IUD, only not like that at all. Do IUDs have a dangle? Yep. I mean, like, like the IUD, like the, you know, yeah, yeah, IUDs have a dangle so they can find it. Oh, the, I knew tampons the, did. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like the dangle's really small, but they usually trim it, I think. Girl, I'm, I'm talking out of my ass. I don't, I don't have a hoo-ha, I don't know. But I'm just, from, from other people explaining it to me. Um, I have hate you ever used cheese. a tampon? I am going to refuse to answer that question. <laughs> You're not going to ask me? Have you, have you ever used a tampon? No comment. Okay. I guess we both know where we stand here. Um, <laughs> I have a cheese this week for once. What's your fucking cheese? So my cheese is, um, so Josh, um, Olympic uh, in oh, South Korea, yeah. he sent me a whole list of restaurant recommendations in Austin. Like, as soon Aww. as I got here, he sent me, like, a whole fucking list. And... When my parents were here, we ate at, like, a bunch of restaurants on that list. The only restaurant that we didn't eat at was a fucking P.F. Chang's because my aunt was craving P.F. Chang's. Everything else, we went off of his list, and it was delicious. One of the places we went to is a place called Cheddar's. And Cheddar's is, like, Chili's, only local to either Austin or Texas or whatever. It's like Chili's, like, the same vibe as Chili's. But the food was way better, and, like, the portions were massive, and it was fucking good. And they have really good queso, so that's also cheese. And their appetizer are honey butter croissants, of all things, and they were fucking delicious. So, There's cheddars, a cheddar's here. Wait, is, oh, is that not a... Hold on. Uh, yeah, I've, I was like, I, no, I know about cheddar's. There's one outside of D.C., Okay. Cheddar Scratch Kitchen? Yeah, okay, never mind. They're headquartered in Orlando, Florida. I thought this was an Austin thing. You really tried to corner the market on Cheddar's, and I had to say, (sighs) Let me stop you, Let Let me me stop you right there. (laughs) I know Cheddar's. They're fucking everywhere. I've never heard of this restaurant in my entire life. Well, nothing is in Montana, Sam. Nothing. Well, okay. Y'all don't even even have a, do you even have a Chili's? Um, okay, we had a Chili's. It, <laughs> it went belly up. Okay. Um, <laughs> we do not have an Olive Garden. Do you know about garden. this local restaurant, Cheddar's? Cheddar's? It's this very... Have okay, you heard? Okay. Yeah. Uh, my, this local restaurant that, according to Wikipedia, is in 28 states. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Call me out, Wiki. Okay, so uh, to bring it back, apparently it um, first started in Irving, Texas. So... Okay, so in Texas, so sure. It's a Texas, mm-hmm, it's a local. <laughs> Anyways, I'd never been to Cheddar's before. It was amazing. I loved it. I've never it been like, either, so tell me about it. It was just, like like I said, it, it's very much like Chili's in like atmosphere. It was kind of like oh. bar and grill sort of thing. 
Um, portions were massive, food wasn't that expensive, and the food quality was really good. And our servers were really nice, too. Their lemonade wasn't very good, though, but, you know, they can't have it all. There's Anyways. three fucking cheddars in Austin. Yeah, there's a bunch here. I don't know why. Probably Texas. I I need you and Justin to do a full Cheddar's review if one is nearby. Because I need... You it know, looks like Cheesecake Factory on the outside. It's, it's very it that. Like it's very that. I would that. love it. It looks delicious. But it was like when we... It was right after we were done moving. And so we were all like hot and sweaty and not looking good. And so we blended in just fine. So Cheddar's is your cheese of the week? Cheddar's is my cheese of the week because I mean it's called Cheddar's. It's called Cheddar's. No, that's great. And they had queso. And the queso always, was good. It used to always be Cheddar was the, our cheese of the week, and now it's a restaurant named Cheddar's, and we've really gone full circle. And by we, you mean me, because your cheese has been Tamagotchi's for six months. So it has occasionally been Tamagotchi <laughs> for six months, and not six months, a year. Okay. People really We're didn't think it out. People really thought this was a phase, and I'm here to prove that it was not a phase. Yeah, it, it she is sticking to it, and that is, and it's just of all the things to just to stick, it had to be this. Well, let's see, Cheddar's. There's not one in DC. It looks like they're outside of DC. There might be one I've, in Virginia or something. Let's see. I think one is in Maryland. Okay. What the fuck is this? This is. Oh my god. Did you know Maryland is not just north of me, but it's also south of me? Maryland's such a weird state, like a what weird shaped fuck? state. I let me tell you, I don't. I hate to be one of those people, but if you don't live in D.C., I don't ever want to see you. Like I don't want to. If like you know, if someone wants to be my friend, I know I'm that person. But you're not in D.C. I don't want to know you. Hmm. <laughs> I don't want to see you. I don't want to smell you. It's, I don't want it's to, gonna I don't be too know hard. you exist. It's going to take you an hour to come to brunch. And I that's just not going to happen. I can't wait for someone who listens to this to at me on Twitter and be like, Cheddar's is fucking awful. <laughs> well, you know they will. Fucking. Oh, yeah. Who does Call have a problem out. with anything we say? I mean, we but, just alluded to sticking tampons up our assholes. We don't right. have to do. I don't we didn't have to admit stand it. here for this. <laughs> we didn't admit it, but we did not say that. I don't have to stand for this. Right. If that's the problem they have, then they need to look at their lives. But also, I mean, like I I enjoy garbage food. So if it does if it happens oh, to be yeah. garbage, fine. I like garbage. Anyways, good cheese, I guess. Good cheeses. Great, great cheeses. Great cheeses great um, cheeses do you have any other do you have any, any any thoughts any prayers i know you had an article this week that you know obviously we didn't get to because we were updating everyone on our lives because things have been happening but did you want to bring it up now or did you want to save it for next week you know what it's pretty juicy what that might be a hint we'll save it for next week is it apple juice um it has nothing to do with juice it's just <laughs> juicy it has nothing to it wasn't it it wasn't too far off of a pun you know not oh, that it. good of a pun well <laughs> well well um i i guess we can move on to favorite things then these are a few of our favorite things you got Is a good, good one oh we always ask Mine, each other this mine's pretty good really yeah i got like kind of two but they're pretty good Okay, then I'll go first, because mine's probably pretty short. Okay. So my favorite thing this week is I am, during the the move down here, I was getting into, I was in one of those moods where I was ready to listen to some new music from new artists. And everyone has been listening to um, Tuve Lu or Tovlo, or she, apparently she doesn't care how you pronounce her name. She's Swedish. Um, she has a, um, a new album that came out in October called Dirt Femme. Um, and I got into it very much so um, during the, you know, 80 mile an hour U-Haul truck drive all the way down to Texas. Um, and I've been enjoying her a lot. And I've been kind of looking up her music and kind of going into her back catalog and stuff. It's it's a dance pop album. Um, there's a you know, there's a few bangers on the album that I have been repeating over and over. A couple of them um, are No One Dies From Love, which was a single. Another one that's very interesting is called To Die For. And it's a remix of the popcorn song. 
that like Crazy Frog did. Apparently, Crazy Frog like did it second, and I don't remember who the original artist was, but it's actually really good. She puts lyrics to it, and it's not bad at all. Um, Grapefruit is a good song. Um, Call on Me with S.G. Lewis is really good. Pineapple Slice with S.G. Lewis is really good. Um, there's a lot of bops on the album. So if you need some more kind of dance pop, dark electro pop sort of stuff happening, um, it's really good. I would definitely recommend you to have a listen. Um, Tuvelu, T-O-V-E space L-O. She is Swedish. And it's one of those situations, kind of like Robin and other um, dance pop, electro pop artists that you and I have listened to and enjoy where like the music is is really simplistic and repetitive and f- usually kind of fun. But the lyrics are usually darker. Um, she like talks about her eating disorder in Grapefruit. It's like really interesting. Um, and then she talks about fucking and sucking on a uh, pineapple slice. Good for her. Um, anyways, so Dirt Femme uh, by Tuve Lu. It's her fifth studio album. It came out in October and definitely recommend you to uh, take a listen. Sounds good. I will not be listening because You'll be I listening currently... to the Stardew Valley soundtrack. <laughs> I, it's not currently the one song I'm listening to for the next six months. So I will mm-hmm. not listen to it, but I will. I'll put it on the schedule. Yeah, we'll put it on the list, the very long list. I'll put it on the list. It's like one or two songs a year for you. I'm currently listening to um, Maggie Rogers. Oh, interesting. I didn't... No, I but, didn't... Sam. What? The uh, the Maggie Rogers remix from the Heartstopper album. Okay, there it is. <laughs> I was like, the, Maggie the, Rogers doesn't sound like something you would Maggie, be into. Maggie Rogers... Uh, Alaska, the Toby Green remix. I also like the non-remix version of the song. I think it's very beautiful. But uh, the remix is on the the famous program called Heartstoppers. Heartstopper. Just one. Well, I'm glad we have the connection now. We understand <laughs> how this ties in <laughs> to your listening habits. Uh-huh. Um, so besides you being into that song all year, what are your one or two favorite things this week? So uh, I got to mention Bayonetta 3 because it slapped. Oh, yeah. I forgot to ask you. I forgot it came out. It is the definition of camp. It is just the definition of, like, if... If you're gay, you this game was made for you, and you right. should Bayonetta's play it. your queen. Bayonetta just as a character seems very campy. So are you saying Over that they really leaned the into it? I I didn't know that it could get any campier than Bayonetta one and two, and it has smashed those games. Just mm-hmm. it's so wild. Absolutely loving it. Um, and then so a lot of games have been coming out, and I've been so like Harvestella. I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Um. Don't like I like it so far, but I'm, I don't love it. Love it. Um, Bayonetta, of course, Pokemon's coming out. So I was like, well, I'm going to be playing a lot of these in handheld mode because I'm going to be at Christmas. Um, so I treated myself to some of those like pro controller switch joy cons. Oh, like like the like the actual controller controllers. Like, um, it's like a split pro controller that oh, okay, are yes. Joy Cons, yeah. Yes, so yes, like, yes, yes. they're still yeah. Joy Cons though. They're still Joy Cons. They charge on the unit. You clip but them on the unit. They have like the hand grip, right? They have a hand grip. They're yeah. bigger overall. They're wider. Um, so the ones that I got were the Fun Lab Switch Joy Cons. Uh, you can get it. They've got really great reviews. I got them on Amazon. I watched a lot of reviews of them before I got them. Um, and they are so fucking good. It's like holding a whole different, like my hands would get so cramped using the Joy-Cons for too yeah, long. Yeah, the Joy-Cons are really small for normal size. I mean, wait, do you have big hands? I forgot. I've got huge, long spider fingers. I Yeah, I have pretty big hands as well, and it gets really crampy. I didn't even realize they made, like, bigger Joy-Cons for, like, bigger hands. Didn't yes. even look into that. They are so awesome. I'm gonna have to... They make special cases for them, too, like travel cases for people oh, who yeah. have, like, pro-style Joy-Cons. Huh. Um, they're so great. I love everything about them. I've been using them a couple of days, and um, they... They come in uh, dual colors. They're teal and purple, which are my favorite fucking colors. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, apparently on Amazon, 
there's a so they're thirty nine ninety nine, but you apply a fifteen percent coupon. Ooh, a coupon. A fifteen percent coupon, and it's so there's technically two. There's it lists two different versions: the seven point forty eight inch and the ten point two inch. They're not different sizes. It's the different size of the box. It's listed weird. What? Yeah, you can look at it in the like question and answer section. It says it's it's the only difference is the packaging size. So is there any the, difference in price? Yeah, the ten point two inch are like they're currently unavailable. So that's probably okay. Good. Okay, just that makes get sense. the the seven point four eight. Yeah, seven point four eight are the ones that are sold ships from Amazon, sold by Fun Lab, and you get the fifteen percent off coupon. So okay, so is is Fun Lab the brand? Fun Lab is the brand, and they're like apparently an actual brand. It's not like a made up, you know, like we're like a, the, the fake we're a Chinese, Chinese wholesaler, brands. and we're just gonna you know have a fake right. brand and sell the same thing. Because they I'm have just a, curious... like an online shop, and they make several different um, switch peripherals. Right. I'm just trying to, you know, there's a lot of third party Nintendo peripherals out there that are garbage, like the infamous Mad Cats um, peripherals. Right. So I was just curious if this was like a good brand of like they're actually making quality third party stuff for the Switch that's not hot garbage. That's really nice. Apparently so. They've got over a thousand ratings on Damn. Amazon and there it's like 4.5 stars. Mm-hmm. It's um got tons of great reviews. I watched some reviews on YouTube, and it comes with a a thing to um, of course, clip the Joy Cons on too, you know, so you can hold them as one controller, and it kind of turns them into just a regular Pro controller, and it works mm-hmm. really well too. So yeah, love them. Well, good favorite things. So it was Bayonetta and the Pro Joy Cons. Bayonetta and the Joy Cons. Oh my God! Look at us. Hot tips this week. Go listen to Hot music tips. or not. And then take go your buy... switch. Oh, yours wasn't Cheddar's. I was gonna say no. take your switch to Cheddar's. I mean, you tell can. them Sam sent you, and they'll be like, "Who? What? <laughs> Who? Who? Would you like Sam to order?" And Joe. Yeah, use promo code Sam and Joe at Cheddar's, and you will not get a discount. No, no. People, people will not like that. Yeah, they'll just get angry. They will not like that. They'll escort you out of the building. Yeah. You'll be banned from Cheddar's. It'll be really bad. Um, good favorite things. Look at us. We're back good to the old grind, things. girl. We're doing the damn thing. I know. Back to it. We're recording this in the evening. We usually record it during the day, but Sam's getting on his schedule, and that's totally fine with me. I'm right. free in the evenings. Uh, this has are, been totally cool. Things are going to be a little chaotic because I'm still in training, and then I, I'll have the ability to do some work from home during the weeks, and things will get freed up, and I'll start getting into a routine, so then Joe and I will, will uh, secure... Uh, a day and a time that will be good for both of us. But Joe's been so flexible, you know. It's it's just so nice having having a partner here who is available in the evenings and you know isn't completely mad every time I'm late and uh, hasn't blocked me yet on Telegram. You know, a lot of things really really going in Joe's favor. So I think we should give him. A I round just of don't applause. get mad. I just don't get mad anymore. Well, I, I mean, everything that. everything in your life is going so well. You know, why why be mad? You know, I know. I finally don't want to die. Yeah. You know, antidepressants (laughs) and a nice environment to live in, people that love Uh. you, a counselor, a therapist. Things are looking up. I think that's a good sign. That part. Um, Well, anything else you want to say before we we kick it to the curb? No, I think that's it. It's nice to be recording. Um, I'm glad everything's going well. Uh, We'll be back next week with another Mm -hmm. regular episode. And also next week, we will have a bonus episode for the Patreon patrons. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going on our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to 
Alex S. Alexander P. Amy T. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ben B. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chad D. Chris C. Chris M. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Devoy C. Edward P. Emily H. Helena B. Javier. J L. Jess L. Johnny B. Julian S. Keith G. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Martin D. Maddie S. Montez B. Naomi D. Nick I. Rose G. Scott A. Chantal A. Shereya S. Soyzilla. Sylvie C. Tom I. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show! Show.